Greetings. I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's daily devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 2, verses 18 through 25. And if you're with us yesterday, you know that we saw Jesus cleansing the temple. Well, that drew some attention. And now the Jewish leaders have come to Jesus to demand some answers. And we pick up right there in verse 18. It says, so the Jews replied to him, what sign will you show us for doing these things? Uh, they were looking for Jesus to do a miracle or to do some sort of trick to show that he had the authority from heaven to say the things that he was saying to do the things that he was doing. Now, we'll see this kind of request often in the ministry of Christ as we read the four Gospels. Um, but every time Jesus refused, what the people didn't understand is that Jesus himself was the sign. Jesus was the sign. And in fact, Jesus explained this in Matthew 12, 39. Listen, an evil and adulterous generation demands a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Now, what's the sign of the prophet Jonah? Well, Jonah uh, went into the belly of the fish uh, there for three days. Then the fish spit him up on land. Jesus will die on the cross, be buried, lay in the tomb, and then on the third day, he'll be resurrected. That's the sign of Jonah. Jesus said, I am the sign. Just watch. You'll have all the sign that you need. Well, verse 19, Jesus answered, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. Now, here's an example of a time when I would have loved uh, when I would love to be able to see the video and not just read the words. What do you think Jesus was doing with his hands when he said these words? I imagine that Jesus was pointing to himself, that Jesus said, destroy this temple, destroy, and he pointed to himself, destroy this temple, and I will raise it up in three days. But whether he did this or not, uh, all we know is this went right over the heads of the Jewish leaders. Uh, Jesus is calling himself the temple, the true temple, and he is forecasting his death and his resurrection. Look at verse 20. Therefore, the Jews said, this temple took 46 years to build, and will you raise it up in three days? Now, let me give you a little history for the temple. So the first temple was Solomon's temple. Now we could go back even further. There was a tabernacle before that, but the temple, the first temple was built by Solomon uh, around 950 BC. We see that in 2 Chronicles 3.1. It says, Solomon began to build the Lord's temple in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah. But that temple, we call it Solomon's temple, was destroyed uh, around 586 BC, so about 400 years later. And we read of that in Ezra 5.12. It says, since our ancestors angered God, the God of the heavens, he handed them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this temple and deported the people of Babylon. So now the temple has been destroyed, 586 then about 40 years later, 60 years later, about 60 years later, 
The temple was rebuilt under the leadership of Zerubbabel and Haggai and Zechariah. And we read about this in the book of Ezra, the first few chapters of the book of Ezra. Now, it wasn't rebuilt with the same grandeur uh, that it had when Solomon had built it, but it's been rebuilt. Then you fast forward about 500 years, Herod the Great, uh, who was not a believer, but was uh, someone who loved to build things. Herod the Great decided to renovate this temple and really expand it and to make it a great and beautiful temple. That was in 20 BC. Uh, B, uh, yeah, 20 BC. So where does this number 46 come from that we read in this verse? It says, uh, they say it took 46 years to build the temple. Well, they're counting from 20 BC when Herod uh, began to really renovate and expand the temple. And 20 BC, you add 46 years, you come to 26 AD or AD 26 is how you'd say that. So actually... Uh, the renovation of the temple was not completed until A.D. 64, many years later, not by Herod, but by those who followed him. But apparently some significant part of that was completed uh, in A.D. 26. And so that's 46 years, 46 years uh, to that point. And that's where this number comes from. Now, just a little bit more about the temple, since we're focused on its history. It was finally completed in A.D. 64, but then just six years later, it was completely destroyed and has not been rebuilt uh, since then. Look at verse 21. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Jesus wasn't talking about this uh, temple, Herod the Great's temple, or or any other kind of man-made temple, Jesus was talking about his own body. Now, in what way was Jesus a temple? Well, the temple was where God would meet with man. Now, Jesus is God in the flesh, God who has uh, pitched his tent among us, who is who is dwelling among us. If you remember back to chapter 1, verse 14, that points to the incarnation. Jesus is now where God meets man. Jesus has come to man. Uh, secondly, now, the temple is a place of sacrifice. And so if the first illusion uh, here point, points to the incarnation. This illusion points to the crucifixion. When Jesus is uh, crucified, he becomes the place of sacrifice. Look at verse 22. So when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the statement that Jesus had made. Uh, it seemed that no one got what Jesus was saying until the resurrection. And they look back and they remember what he said about the temple and destruction of the temple. And I will rebuild it in three days. The resurrection, sometimes we forget, but the resurrection was a surprise even to the disciples. And uh, Jesus had given them uh, indications of the resurrection, but they just didn't, uh, didn't understand. Look at verse 23. While he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. Now, this tells us that Jesus performed many signs, many miracles that are just not detailed for us in Scripture. And because of that, many people believed, but they did not fully believe. And we know that because of the next two verses. 
Jesus, however, would not entrust himself to them since he knew them all and because he did not need anyone to testify about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Uh, Jesus did not believe their believing. Uh, we see here that there is a belief that leads to lordship and leads to eternal life. There is a belief that leads us to follow Christ. But then there is another kind of belief, maybe a temporary belief or just an intellectual belief that may make us impressed with the miracles, but will not lead us to follow Christ. And that kind of belief is insufficient. And Jesus saw these believers as having that temporary insufficient belief. And so he didn't honor that. Uh, there are really, in this passage, three vignettes of Jesus's identity. And I want you to see that before we close. First, as we saw yesterday, Jesus cleanses the temple and he calls it my father's house. And so we see there, Jesus is the uh, Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Lord. He has the authority to cleanse his father's house. And then we saw today that Jesus accurately predicts both his death and his resurrection. And then we see right here at the end that Jesus is able to see into the hearts of man. So Jesus is certainly the Messiah. I hope this has been an encouragement. Thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like or subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.